Hey everybody, my name is David again, uh, coming back to you for the second episode of, we haven't actually named yet, but an unnamed Thunder podcast. Uh, today actually we'll be talking about a few things, the game last night in Utah, um, and then what, what would to expect going forward, but I have a, actually a special guest for us today. Uh, Martin, introduce yourself, he'll be a frequent guest on the show. I was waiting uh, for you to introduce me there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I uh, kind of prolonged the uh, intro, but <laughs> but guys, hey, uh, another great uh, week of Thunder basketball ahead, and we're really excited. Uh, if you want to say a few words, Martin, introduce yourself, what you what you do. Yeah, let's take a second here to uh, um, just introduce ourselves. I'm Martin. Um, I am a senior uh, student at Texas Tech University, and uh, that's pretty much all I'll be going into about my personal uh, life, but um, yeah, and then you can introduce yourself, David. As you guys know from the last episode, if you tuned in, <laughs> my name is David, um, I'm a senior as well at Oklahoma State, a avid Thunder fan, watch pretty much every game. Martin here is actually a Mavs fan, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're both pretty big fans here, um, but yeah, I'm the... Uh, the highway rival, I guess. No, uh, no need to fear, though, guys. As we're both uh, basketball uh, nuts, we watch, I don't know, yeah, a ton of games. Yeah, big here, big uh, fans of the league, so... And, and, we'll and, be, and uh, we, we, we tend to out. dive in a little bit too deep on stats and stuff, but um, without further ado, guys, let's get into it. Um, let's so, get into it. So we're <clears> going <throat> to talk a little bit about last night's game in Utah. Um, just go over our, our thoughts. Obviously, whenever the Thunder play Utah, it's a pretty heated game. These are not two teams that like each other after last year's uh, first round playoff. Um, which that, Thunder... uh, that meltdown. That um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to call it the mellow meltdown because uh, he was pretty much unplayable in that series. But that's not here nor there. Uh, last the night, catalyst of the meltdown. Yeah, I understand. Last night, the Thunder. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> The Thunder uh, played a tough game in Utah. Obviously, there's off-the-court stuff that happened, but they defeat the Utah Jazz 98-89. And, and really... Um, big win. Big yeah, win. big win for the Thunder to, to, to kind of hang in there with Houston because they're streaking. But, um, yeah, they're tough. And um, so another thing about this game was um, the Thunder really... Yeah, let's talk about the... Uh, oh, you wanted to go ahead? I thought you were going to talk about Schroeder's play. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about Schroeder, uh, Paul George, the defense, how they played last night, but just a few thoughts. Um, the Thunder needed this win. Uh, they split the road trip with the uh, the Clippers, excuse me, uh, Portland and Minnesota. Obviously, they got they got you know pretty badly beaten up there in Minneapolis. Uh, played well in Portland and then had a tough back to back. So this is really an important game for them. Um, but yeah, we'll go into Schroeder and get your thoughts. But the Thunder really controlled the game tonight. Um, from the opening tip, they played solid defense. I think they gave up 37 points in the first half. Uh, to Utah? Mm-hmm, yeah, to Utah. And okay, that's good. Yeah, Based that's... the first quarter, yeah. 37 points in the first half. The Thunder struggled with Utah, too. I mean, they swept the season series against them, obviously. But um, the games are usually pretty close. Come down to the wire, obviously. The Paul George double overtime thriller. But I'm going to get into a little of the details. So the Thunder got out kind of early. Neither team shot well out of the gates. Um, yeah. And... I'm looking at Paul George right now, 2 for 8, 14 points. I guess he's uh, having a bad night there. I mean, I, I wasn't able to catch the game. I uh, 
but I made sure to watch some highlights, look at some stuff. Yeah, he didn't play well, yeah. uh, but he played really well defensively. He interrupted a lot of what Utah tried to do. Uh, Ricky Rubio did not play for the Utah uh, Utah Grizzlies, Utah Jazz, <laughs> um, which is of the note Jets. because because he kind of gives the Thunder some issues. Obviously, so Donovan Mitchell ran point. I think their starting five actually was Mitchell. Um, Gobert, Ingles, O'Neal, Favors, yeah. Yeah, So and O'Neal played well, but... For the most Royce. part, the, the Thunder. I mean, so they got up about. I believe they got up eight, eight or nine in the first quarter. Then Utah ended the quarter on an eight or run, closed it to a one point gap. But nothing really of note there. The second quarter is when the Thunder really started to take control of the game. They outscored the Jazz twenty eight sixteen. Paul George got. You know, he had I think two or three steals in that second quarter, um, and then obviously Dennis Schroeder. Let's talk about him for a second. Uh, yeah, he made most. Right here. He made most of his noise in the second half. He had a huge third quarter, but when he plays well off the Thunder bench, and he can give them that third option um, behind George and Westbrook, they really look like a different team. Because Paul George took eight shots last night and made two of them, and usually if Paul George goes two for eight from the field, the Thunder aren't going to win very many games because he's kind of their offensive catalyst. Obviously, Westbrook's an all-star, but. Yeah, you were talking about that uh, stat before we uh, got on the call and started recording. What was it that uh, when he shoots over 50%, they're 13-2 and two or something like that? Yeah, I saw something on Twitter because <clears throat> obviously we're all over Twitter at the NBA world nowadays. But uh, it was a basketball reference page, and it showed his game highs for the year. And when he shoots over 50%, the Thunder are 11-2. and two. Um, yeah, there you go. There, there you go. Exactly right. And he, and here's the thing: is this shot is so important because he's kind of a liability on the defensive end. He's not, mm-hmm. a, he's, he's not very big. Um, to be honest with you, when they switch Donovan Mitchell on him, it's kind of a nightmare. Uh, Ferguson's kind of the primary defender on him, but um, when when they put that second unit in, it's important for Schroeder to get in a rhythm. If he can start hitting that little twelve uh, foot floater kind of jump shot, he's and he gets in a rhythm, he's tough to stop. Um, but, yeah, he played... Yeah, going up against second... Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, going up against second units, I mean, he's probably a, a nightmare. I mean, you got all these, you know, either second-rounders or rookies or and the bench guys coming off the bench here to run these second units, and then you got Schroeder, probably the best um, guy coming off the bench you could ask for it in a backup point guard, other than maybe Lou or... You know, maybe yeah, Dinwiddie's. Yeah, Lou and Dinwiddie, yeah. Those are both great guys. And I talked about this a little bit on last, or, you know, I guess that was Saturday, Saturday's podcast. Is since the All Star break, Billy Donovan has actually been stagnating. I don't know, sta- he's been stagnant with the minutes of Paul George. So the Thunder rotation, with about six minutes left in the first quarter, he'll sit Paul George down for about four to five minutes and put Schroeder in. So they'll uh-huh. run that two guard lineup with Schroeder and Westbrook and. You know, if they're both hitting shots, it's a nightmare for other teams because they can kind of slice the lane. And that, and usually that's tough against Utah because I swear every time we play Gobert, he's just a he's just a pain down there in the post because he affects so many shots. And um, so it was even more imperative that Schroeder hits his jumper tonight because he's another guy like Westbrook who relies so much on getting to the rack. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Gobert's uh, numbers here. He had a, he had a quiet night, um, 12 rebounds, 15 points. But um, yeah, like you said, he affects so many shots. I mean, his presence is uh, can't be explained in just the box score. Yeah, no, he's he's a problem. Um, 
You know, Utah, honestly, if you look at their, if you just look at the roster, I know me and Martin have talked a lot about this, about, you know, what they do well. Quinn Snyder, um, obviously. Oh, great coach. Yeah, he, he is a special coach. Um, he's one of the best in the league. Um, he does a lot with that team because, honestly, other than Gilbert Mitchell, I mean, they have some nice role players, but they don't have any superstars. They don't really have any stars on their team. I don't, I'm very surprised whenever I see their games and see how they do fare against, uh, you know, teams with a lot of star power. I mean, they usually play pretty well against them. I mean, yeah, they Donovan, Donovan tonight, 8 for 22, 3 for 8 from three point, 25 points. I mean, that's okay, but. You know they were in this game. Granted, it was low scoring, but uh, yeah, they were in the game. And, and the second half is where more stuff started to happen. Um, so the Thunder led by 13 <clears throat> at halftime. It was actually, I think, one of their best defensive halves for the first season. They guarded yeah. the they guarded the perimeter well. I think, like, look, you have the box score put up, Martin. How many threes did Utah take last night? They took it. It felt like a ton. Let me uh, see here. Um, here, while I pull that up, let's see all stats. We'll go here. So for threes, Utah was thirteen for forty-three, so thirty percent. So yeah, I mean, that's that's it took a lot. Uh-huh. Didn't shoot very well. Yeah, so. and and in the first half, even even more so, they took a lot of uh, a lot of threes. I think Tafo Savalosha played a little bit in the first half, and I it felt like he took three or four threes, and, and they didn't. The game? Wow. Yeah, Tabo played. Uh, you know, as, as us Thunder fans know, Tabo very well from those. Um, Durant years, but he he played. I mean, he played maybe like five minutes. He didn't play much. Um, I'm gonna look at the box score while we got it up here. Yeah, they took a ton of threes in the first half. They got and then when the th- when you take threes and you get the Thunder out in transition and Westbrook gets downhill, um, they're tough to they're tough to match up with. Terrence Ferguson p- played fairly well. He, I mean, he only shot one for four from three in the first half. Um, but trying. Yeah, I think moving forward. The biggest thing for the Thunder is just getting the bench play consistent here. Because, I mean, yeah, it's nice when Schroeder can have 24 points off the bench, but you can't have guys like Morris and, I mean, Noel had five, but Patterson had zero. I don't even know if he got any time. He got four minutes. I mean, Nader had three. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, it was really Schroeder that was just carrying you guys. But, um, I mean, if he can do that consistently, that's great. Yeah, and, and we like you said, we can't depend on Schroeder because, I mean, we can depend on him. Obviously, he's our best bench player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like... Well, and another thing, a note on Mar- uh, Markeith Morris. He actually came into the game with a little bit of a neck soreness issue, and okay. he tweaked it in the first half, and he actually didn't play in the second half. So it yeah, be- it says he only got eight minutes here, over four. Um, Abdul Nader's been good recently. Um, he only took one shot last night, which is kind of rare for him because he kind of fires it when he gets in the game. Um, I and another person. Let's talk about Stephen Adams a little bit before we wrap up this first half recap. Stephen Adams, I know for us Thunder fans, people have been getting on him recently because he, rightfully so, he hadn't been playing up to his potential. He looks beat up. He played one of his best games of the season last night. Uh, he hit some tough shots over uh, Gobert, and if he can match that physicality of Gobert, obviously I think Gobert's a little bit of a notch above Stephen Adams. Yeah. Um, then that's really a, a huge factor for us. He projected the rim well, switched well. Um, and, and, and honestly, like, I know people, there was that stretch where San Antonio, it was Denver, and it was um, Minneapolis, Minnesota, sorry. And Cat, Aldridge, and Jokic are such tough guards that they just made Adams look kind of silly. But he looked like his normal self last night. Um, 
Yeah, he's and, been banged up a little bit recently, right? Yeah, he he hasn't missed any games, but he, I mean, he's he's he takes a beating. He he gets hammered in the he lane. He's a, he's a wall out there. But, um. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the third quarter a little bit. So coming out of the half, felt pretty. So what com- was the score after the half? It was we were up um, fifty to thirty-seven. It was a thirteen-point lead okay. for us at, at the break. We came out of half, so and Westbrook nice actually came. Yeah, Westbrook actually came out of the half. He shot pretty well last night, nine and nineteen. Um, but I'll talk about him in a little bit. But he came out of the half, hit a three, and we got up sixteen points. And then Utah went on about a, I don't know, eight nine zero run uh, to uh-huh. get the to get the game back down to seven points. And then they honestly never uh, they threatened in the. We'll talk about the fourth quarter saying, but they got it down to about three. But Schroeder really in the third quarter is really when he got in in, in the high gear. He. He took over the quarter, closed it well, hit some big threes. Um, and like Westbrook, if, if Schroeder hits threes, that, that opens up a new dimension of Thunder offense. Said it the other night um, <clears throat> about Terrence Ferguson because uh, I was talking the other day, when Terrence Ferguson hits threes, the Thunder are a different team. Um, it's a whole other animal. Just another spacer for, for Russell, another person to sh- score some points for Paul, for all of them. Yeah. Um, so they played well in the third quarter. Not much to talk about. I mean, they outscored them 27-26. And then here comes the fourth quarter. Um, so actually, again, Thunder started the third and fourth quarter with threes. Abdul Nader uh-huh. hit, hits a wing three to put us up 17. And then wow. Utah goes on a uh, not another 9-0 run to get it down to eight. Obviously, we all saw the Noel um, ankle breaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was all over Twitter. Um and that was not good. But Noel played okay, I thought. Um, he's, yeah, I mean... He, you can't expect much points. offense out of him. But no, no. He, he's a nice defender coming off the off the bench. Um, and then... The with a, yeah. And then we got... The, I think Utah even got it down to as low as four or five. Uh, then okay. Schroeder hit a few big shots. Westbrook hit a fall away. You know how he gets down to the post, does that fall away, uh, fade away jumper... You know, rocks a baby. <laughs> Everyone does that. Um, he hit a, sh- a jumper, then he kicked out. Like I said, Paul George didn't hit. Actually, we got down to about, I think he got down to a five-point lead, and Paul George hit a, a jumper. But that was the only shot I think he took down the stretch. Um, One of the ones he made, apparently. Yeah. Uh, he, and Play it was. <laughs> yeah, and it was like an ugly jumper. Like it bounced off the front iron and hit the uh, backboard. Um, <laughs> he needs to get. He needs to get in a rhythm soon, especially for this last push at the end of the season. Yeah, and I was talking about this with someone the other day. I don't remember who it was, but like it seems like whenever Westbrook shoots well and plays well, Paul uh-huh. George doesn't, and it's vice yeah, versa. I've noticed that in the box scores. I mean, unless when they just go off for like forty each, but usually one of them has an off night. Which like Paul George rightfully so. Is in the MVP. He's slipped out of it. I mean, he's not in that category with. Ya- he's not with Giannis and Harden at the it's moment. Giannis and Harden right now. Yeah, and, and that's not a knock against Paul George. He's been fabulous no, no. all year, but Harden is. I mean, the the Rockets are surging. He's on another level. The yeah, Rockets shouldn't even be there. But um, but that's for another. That's for another pod. We'll uh, <laughs> we can dive deep into that on another time. So then, so then, uh, with about five minutes or six minutes left, probably. Uh, Joe Ingles hit a three. The Thunder up ten. Got him back down at seven, and then Schroeder again pull up three. Um, so it was never really close in the end, right? I mean, they never got it down to a one possession game. That's that's kind of the, th- the theme with the whole game. Is the Thunder got up by about twelve, eleven, and they never really let it slip past six. They kind of yeah. kept 
make a mini. It was a game of mini runs. Mitchell got hot there in the fourth, but they never threatened. Uh, I mean, they threatened. Have been nationally televised, definitely. I don't yeah. know what the other game was. I forget. I think it might the, have been the Clippers Lakers or something. Well, no one was on national TV. I don't think last night the Clippers played um, Boston. Oh. But, but and then uh, and then to seal the game in all of Westbrook fashion, he takes a bomb three pointer from the U on Utah, and it's one of those classic, you know, where Russell pulls up and you're going, no, 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 and then he hits it and you're going, oh yes, you know, like <laughs> he t- starts. If barking. you're a Utah fan, you just gotta appreciate greatness when you see it. I mean, I know we'll talk about this the the situation of the uh, incident that happened after the game, but I mean. When you see someone that amazing as a fan, especially in that arena, you just got to appreciate it. Yeah, that's another thing. And Westbrook, like, obviously he hasn't been great all year shooting the ball-wise. I think he's had one of his best seasons otherwise. Um, but, like I said, I mean, like Utah, uh, Utah, we'll talk about the fans. That That's a big topic. I, obviously, if you've been on Twitter, um, you see, you've seen the altercation. But, nonetheless, Thunder win 98-89 in Utah. Uh, yeah. Anything else about this game? I mean, we can move on. Yeah. Uh, nothing else I really want to add. Thoughts? Uh, other than it keeps the Thunder at pace with the Rockets still a game back. Um, they moved to half game ahead of Portland. And Utah actually, a little note on Utah, Utah actually fell from the 6th to the 8th seed last night. Um, okay. Which, so, is, um, which is not good for them. But let's talk about the fan. Um, I'll let you kind of explain yeah. what happened. Um, oh, no, no. You go ahead. Um, you're the expert here. I. Uh, like I said, I wasn't able to catch too much of it. I mean, I saw a little bit of it on. You see the video? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw him like. Uh, it's not funny, but and... but it's like, of course, it's no, Russell Westbrook. You it's know, it's not funny what was said allegedly, but I like the interaction. It's always I don't know. It's, I lo- I love seeing that stuff on. Uh, just well, anywhere. it's in social media and a, and a just a whirlwind. So uh, I'll I'll break it down. Me. So I think it's in the second quarter, um, either the late first or second quarter, and. It's obviously when Westbrook was sitting down. He has those big heat heat blankets around his knees to keep them, keep him warm. And if, allegedly, a Utah yeah. fan says a racial term like "get down on your knees." Um, yeah, some, I mean something yeah, like that. Yeah. And and Westbrook did not take kindly to that. Apparently, his wife reiterated it too. And then Westbrook essentially came back and said, "Hey, you, I'll f." I'll bleep you up, um, you bleeper. Um, on everything, I, you, on everything I love, I will bleep you up, you and your wife. So yeah, I, okay, I saw this. Yeah. So my here's my honest reaction. Listen, Russell, my Russell Westbrook probably is one of the three or four most heckled fans in the NBA. I would assume, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Him, Durant, Harden, all those guys. And he gets it on a nightly basis. LeBron, um, LeBron yeah. Uh, obviously, he, he the racial slurs. Listen, there's no place for that in the NBA. Uh, Utah, as everyone knows, has kind of a history of being a hostile environment. I remember there was the Derek Fisher. His daughter had eye cancer, and they were chanting about it. I mean, um, Utah's got a little bit of a history. Stephen Jackson, he played there when he was at the Spurs. Uh, they had a cutout of him when he shot free throws of him in a jumpsuit. So um, Utah obviously gets dicey there. Um, Westbrook and uh, obviously yeah. in Utah have history. Game six of the playoffs last year, Russell Westbrook. 
like had an altercation with a fan. But Russell's always getting altercations with with fans, with kids. I don't know what it is with that guy. <laughs> well, he plays with so much emotion, and, and uh, I almost think the crowd fuels him a little bit. Like he played really well last night after that. Oh, but... he loves that. He thrives off of it. Well, I don't think he loved the comedy made, but I think he almost. No, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't love that. I'm saying <laughs> when the game starts, you know. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> this is not this is not funny, but I think that it like. Russell was like going out there and like, you know, I'm I'm gonna win this game just to spite these fans, and we swept Utah this year, um, so they can say all they want. Very good. That's big for us because that could be a potential first round matchup. But last thing I'll say about the situation is um, today the Utah Jazz banned. I believe his name is Shane um Shane Keisel or something. I saw some stuff Shane, on some Yeah, Shane Keisel. And he's he was actually tweeting about Russell. He said something about uh he said something. He said go back to where you came from. Hashtag uh MAGA. I saw I saw some other he stuff. Said he said he's like a cla- classless piece of, you know, S word. Um <laughs> So this guy's just out of control. And he said he didn't say anything, but obviously since I saw those tweets, I don't believe it. He obviously well, had some no. kind of and, and there's no and, and there's no way that Russell Westbrook I mean, yeah, he's a he he's got a high temper. There's no way he just says that to some dude and his girlfriend and the or his wife in the crowd, you know? Oh, no, no. Uh, there's <laughs> gotta be something that made him mad, but anyway. So yeah, and then so then after the game we got a statement from the uh Russell Westbrook about um, there's no place for that. Obviously, we all agree with him. Uh, NBA players have been Dwayne Wade, I think, even commented on it. Donovan Mitchell, the a lot of the Jazz players even said, "Listen, we stand with Russell. Um, we're gonna have to fix this because uh, it's got to stop." I mean, there's no yeah. there's, there's no place in in for racism in in the America and especially in the NBA. I mean, um, it's obviously just there's no, no place for, nowhere. Yeah, there's no place for it at all. So. We won't get too uh, political on here, but you know, we just wanted to say what we wanted to and say. And it was about probably if you said that, it's truly disgusting. And, and thank, thanks to the you know the Utah Jazz did the right thing today, and it definitely banned yeah, him for life. Um, yeah, I mean, just it's just inexplicable. That's all I really say about it. I think they got it right. Obviously, I wish Russell wouldn't have included his wife in that because that just yeah, that that's was, not good. But, th- that was a bad look, but. But, you know, like I said, you know, it, it was in the heat of the moment. But we'll move on from that. Obviously, you guys know the story by now. It's been all over Twitter. Um, uh, so we'll talk about the next few games here. I mean, we're about okay, to yeah, yeah. So the Thunder this week, actually, um, we play Indiana. <laughs> or, and we play Brooklyn tomorrow in Oklahoma City. Early tip, 7 o'clock. Um, is it 7 o'clock? It might even be 6, 6 p.m. ESPN. Yeah, Brooklyn. 6 p.m. And that's an early start for an OKC game. Yeah, it um, is. But Brooklyn's actually, let's talk about Brooklyn a little bit. I know the Mavs have played them a few times. Yeah, the Mavs played and we won their first matchup. I think we, yeah, we lost our second matchup pretty big in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I mean, I won't talk too much about the Mavs, but I mean, after losing four starters and, uh, you know, a good amount of players, i.e. JJ, to injuries and whatnot, I mean, the team's pretty much in shambles at this point. So we're just going to ride it out to the end and uh, see what happens in the draft. But, um yeah, that's all I have for the Mavs. Uh, but yeah, uh, but the let's Nets, talk about the, the Nets are good. The Nets are good. The Nets are they're not good, but they're they're kind of like <clears throat> what I would consider the Nets or the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference version of the Sacramento Kings. Um, I mean, I think they even have similar records. 
Yeah, Brooklyn's 36 and 33, I think. Sacramento's 33 and 33. They got a lot of young talent. Um, led by D'Angelo Russell. And D'Angelo Russell's been good this year, guys. I mean, he's a legitimate uh, most improved player candidate. Um, I think he's going to win the award. Um, we can talk about uh, our picks for awards and whatnot, but, um, you know, as terms of uh, most improved, he's definitely up there, if not the uh, clear favorite. So we'll another see. another thing about about just uh, on D'Angelo Russell's case, and not to, you know, you know, land That's on the Lakers too much. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Yeah, All Star. <laughs> I forgot he was a he was an All Star and deservedly so. But um, what yeah. what were the Lakers thinking there? I mean, like they gave up. I don't know. Who did they get back in exchange? Mozgov or someone? They they they. Oh no, they got, they took back right. Brook Lopez. They took back Brook Lopez. They sent Mozgov and Russell. But you know, it's... I um, I mean that's two players now. Russell and uh, um, what's his name, Julius. You know, they're both balling out after they've left uh, L.A. So I'm not uh, not surprised there, just by uh, how everything's run over there in L.A. and <laughs> Magic. And this this is the development, the player development. I think is really lacking over there. And, and back to Brooklyn, they got a great two guard backcourt and Dinwiddie. Yes. Well, they got a lot of good guards. I mean, I, I guess Joe Harris is a guard. He's yes, he, he is. He's a sniper. Um, sniper. They got uh, Allen down low from Texas. Um, he's Jared, nice. Jared he's Allen. A nice piece. Yeah, he's a nice piece. Um, they're a pretty good team. They're well coached. Um, God, what is the name of their coach? It always slips my mind. Uh, oh, he's uh, he's new. Um, he yeah, he was there uh, last year. He was his, Kenny Atkinson. That's his name. Sorry, um, Kenny Atkinson. He's good. And, and Brooklyn's upstart. And they're finally kind of recovering from that horrid Paul Pierce trade. But that's going to be a tough game, I know, for the Thunder. They do play at home. Um, They're in the sixth seed right now. Probably going to play Boston. Or no, the three seed, the Sixers. That'll be a good uh, series if they... uh... Yeah, and Um, I I think that'll be a tough one for the Thunder. I I think they're going to be favored, and I think they'll probably win. But uh, us Thunder fans, remember, we we did play um, the... (laughs) Uh, the Brooklyn Nets once earlier this year, and that was the game that Paul George... We were down like 16 going into the fourth quarter, and Paul George went AWOL, and... Um, this was in Brooklyn, too. Uh-huh, and he hit that, that shot off the Russell's uh, pass, faked, splash. Um, I won't I say too much that. more. We talked a little bit about Brooklyn. You know, I, I am a big Brooklyn... Let's talk about the rest of the... We can talk about the rest of the week here. Um, we play, Pacers, and, then, and then we got the Pacers on a back-to-back. And... Let's give oh, a, let's tough. give let's give rightful praise to Nate McMillan and what he's done with that team, especially after losing yes. Victor Oladipo for the season. That team hasn't lost much ground. Um, no, Bogdan has been really carrying them. I think I I was watching I was listening to a Mavs pod and they were talking about him. He's he's averaging like seventeen points and on like forty five percent from like three, so he, he's been balling out. Um, Miles Turner's leading the league in blocks. He's Miles good. Nice for now, yes. And they, and they also did get uh, Wesley Matthews from talk about a former Mav there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my feelings are with that. I don't know why he went there. I don't know what he was thinking, but it's I would have preferred him maybe on a uh, even even on the Thunder. Like that would have been a good pickup to me. Another shooter, another defender. Yeah, that would have been Russell good. And, uh, Paul George. Other than that, there's not much to say about. I don't know. He's he's a crazy guy. There's not much to say no, about. No. Indiana, other than they're Indiana. just solid. Um, they're they, solid they, they honestly, they might get out of the first round. I can't imagine them beating one of the heavyweights. 
Do you but, think? I mean, we'll see. All right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think about them taking uh, LeBron to seven last year. Uh, I'll always remember that because that was uh, pretty impressive for them. Um, but we'll see how they do. I mean, they like I, like you said, they've lost uh, Oladipo. And uh, what are they right now in the standings? They're what? They're the fourth. They're the four seed. So the what? They'll play the, the Celtics in the first round. I'm going to be picking a Boston in that series. Um, uh, and but. and and these are really these are two really important games going for the Thunder. Um, we'll yeah, talk about gotta the... get, you got to get these two because you're going to play the Warriors and that a drop considering how they've been playing recently. They're probably going to be out for some blood. They know uh, they don't like you guys. <laughs> Um, but the Thunder have got to pick up wins. Um, they're hanging tight in in the Western Conference. Uh, everyone kind of hit the panic button about a week ago. Um, they've righted the yes. ship. Um, I think they're playing better. Uh, Paul George was hurt. That that hurts. But Houston looks dangerous as well. But let's talk about the Warriors game Saturday. Um, Saturday it's night. Prime time. Prime time. ABC. Uh, Durant's actually not even playing against Houston tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep his status. Um, it might be saving him for uh, for y'all. We'll see. I don't know. Does Does Golden State hate Oklahoma City or Houston more? Uh, right now it's probably Houston, just because they took him a little more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they hate y'all because of Russell and the KD beef, and but we'll see how that how that goes on Saturday. Uh, and then another the. Nothing else really to say about that. Steph Curry's been great this year. Kevin's been, I think Kevin's been good. I mean, he he's he shooting fifty one percent. He's always going to be he's always going to be in the MVP uh, conversation, even if it's not you know serious consideration. The he's only thing with the Warriors seriously. is I think obviously they're not deep. Um, and no, they're not very deep. They just got Bogut. They just signed him off of uh, Australia. I forget how. Yeah, he just came back from Australia. He had I think he was the MVP. In, uh, I'm surprised overseas. he can. I'm surprised he can stay healthy enough to play this much basketball. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Dude. They're probably playing like. Okay, and, and Clay Thompson has been good, but Draymond doesn't look like the same player. And Boogie is just a liability defensively, but someone's going to pay him. I mean, they're just are. I hope. Uh, yeah, the Mavs could end up paying him. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But um, yeah. Um. Another. So that's pretty much the week ahead uh, for Oklahoma City. Um, obviously, you need. To, I think they need to pick up two of these three games. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to go. Uh, what is it? Two and one in these uh, next three. Hopefully, win both the uh, games at home. Playing Indiana, although I think that's a very winnable game for the Thunder. On a back-to-back, you could make an excuse there. We've been playing a lot of back-to-backs. I think they I think y'all are what one and one and one against the Warriors this year. Um. Right? Yeah. We we lost to them on opening night, and we didn't have Russell Westbrook. I remember uh, that. Yeah. And then. And then we played them when they didn't have Steph Curry, and we and you beat them, and we beat them bad. And we played them both times in Oracle. So, so we'll see what the lineups are like. Hopefully, everybody's at full strength and get a good game yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, because Saturday night ABC, that's going to be a big game. Um, and then I guess let's talk a little bit about. So let's pull up the standings right now. Yeah, we can end this on uh, our predictions here, one through eight, each uh, conference, and we'll uh, keep this. Uh, I'll write it down. We'll keep it already. Uh, See who gets the closest at the end of the uh, season. So you go, you go first. What, what do you think? All right, let me uh, let me get this pulled up. Man, standings. I didn't realize, man. Uh, Houston, although we're only a game back of them, they're closing in on the on the Nuggets pretty pretty tight. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna just go. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm just gonna send it. Um, I'm gonna put Golden State at one, Houston at two, Denver at three, Warriors four, uh, Portland Warriors five. Warriors four. 
No, no, no. Uh, OKC four, Thunder four. Okay, and then uh, Portland is at five. I think LA is going to be eight right now. So I'm just going to slide everybody up. So San Antonio is going to be seven. Utah is going to be, uh, or no, San Antonio is going to be six. Utah seven. And I think the Clip- the Clippers sneak in just because there's been too many injuries to the Kings. They were in it, and now they're just, I think they're done. Well, they're trying to tread in water now. Um, yeah, I mean, Marvin Bagley went down a couple of games ago. I remember he got hurt, something with his knee. He came back, but I think he's not the same he's player. Actually, he's actually been good, too. Um, yeah, he's been good. But they're uh, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. So That's not I good, think, yeah. I think the 8 that are in there are going to be the 8 that finish, but I think this, the order of them is going to be a little different. So. <clears throat> now, projection. I agree with the Rockets passing. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll just be different. Uh, I think the Warriors won. Uh, Nuggets 2, Rockets 3, uh, Thunder 4. I'm actually going to go out on a limit. I'll say Clippers 5. And I actually think that would be the best matchup for the Thunder. Clippers 5? They're rolling, and Utah is like. Let's, let's oh, not, that's I, what you want for them. <clears throat> I, I think. Oh, okay, well, Utah. Utah does play. If Utah loses to Phoenix tomorrow in Phoenix, um, they need to be kind of concerned. But Utah has just lost um, three straight, I think. Yeah. Five yeah. and five in the last ten. I don't know. They've lost. They've they lost, lost four of their last five. They've lost to the Pelicans, Grizzlies. Uh, and the um, now they lost three of the last four. They lost to the they played the Pelicans twice, Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Thunder. You can't lose to the Grizzlies at this point in the season, to be honest with you. No, unless you're tanking, uh, i.e. the Mavs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so then I think and then I think that you know I actually think either L.A. the Clippers. I'd rather play the Clippers or Portland um, over the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, anybody but the Jazz for y'all, just because of that bad luck from last year. I think they're probably the, the toughest out. And then the, sp- the Spurs are going to be tough too, um, because of Popovich. Yeah, but I don't know how pop, much yeah. gas they have left. Um, we'll see. I mean, they're weak right now. So a matchup I would be really intrigued to see. Let's say Utah doesn't get it past the seven. What if Utah? Let's just say Denver happens to stay in the two. Utah could beat Denver in the first round. Oh yeah. That that would go. I think that would go seven though, just because they're two very well coached teams. Mike Malone, Mike Malone's Denver. been. Yeah, he's he's definitely. Mike Malone's. Nice. I think he's probably Lynn the coach Snyder of the year. Utah. Mike Malone. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, even but like I was telling you earlier, I think Pop is seriously considered. I don't know how that. I also think in the race. You mean you mean no, Doc? <laughs> Doc, yes. <laughs> Doc, not Pop. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Doc. let's go to the East. We'll briefly touch on the East if anybody yeah. in here's yeah, an East fan. Bucks are gonna it. Bucks and Raptors. I think are not gonna. They're gonna be the top two seeds. I think they're. Yeah, they stay where they are. I think Philly's I think third. Philly. Yeah, I think Boston Indiana could flip. I could see Indiana, or I could see Boston uh, switching with Indiana, the four and the five. Um, if you're on it, honestly, the good news. You know who's been playing well? Detroit of all teams. Really, Blake. Yeah, they won eight of the last ten games. Them. All right. Well, I honestly think that the the, the Brooklyn could push seventy uh, sixers. Yeah, I, I think so too. The inexperience of the Sixers, but they're nice now. Tobias, no. Jimmy, they got two nice wings. Got Ben running the point. They can mask Reddick's um, defensive liabilities out there with uh, all that defense and size. So, all right, I think so, they're dangerous. 
So that's right. that's pretty much what we're thinking about playoffs. Let's have a little bit of our awards. Um, now you're going to be most uh, passionate about the awards? rookie. Yeah, let's just let's just go over it because you are a Mavs fan. We'll talk a little bit about Luca, and it's Trey. Right? I mean, okay, so let me preface this. I think Luca's is far and away the favorite, but Trey, this is closer than it's been in a while with Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'm going to say about it, I shouldn't be uh, I shouldn't be too adamant about it just because I don't think it's even a discussion. But um, like you said, it's a little bit closer, but I'm not going to weigh one player's you know three week three week run here um and compare it to um and a teenager's uh four month run uh, as of now um so you know that's all i gotta say about it i think lucas got it in the bag he's been doing it more consistently oh, more yeah. efficiently and uh i don't know i think in a, in a much tougher conference as well i think he's swept all the rookie of the month awards he's got four out of four months so and he's and he's in with the other top four of the top five draft prospects. So, I mean, Trey's winning against you, Kevin Horder. <laughs> Kevin Horder, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Horder, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just I don't think it, I don't think it's a discussion, but people can say what they want. Um, well, I mean, that's pretty much we hit all the major points. Um, obviously, we got a really interesting week coming up. Probably get back to you guys. Um. Sunday. We can make uh, we can make our picks for awards uh, maybe before the season ends. Um, yeah, we're not going to go ends. into all that detail, and, and then we'll do some yeah, fun stuff like talk about like you know some of the best teams of all time, best players. Because I know people love to hear that stuff. Because th- we can only talk about the Thunder for so long. <laughs> I-, I wish we could talk about them all day. Um, the offseason will be fun. Hey, yeah. what do you think about? I-, I don't know if you just saw how it just non basketball related. What about that OBJ trade? Huh? The Browns are coming back. Did they really just trade him? <laughs> yeah, uh, Beckham oh, just got what? traded to Cleveland. What is going on? I'm gonna tell my girlfriend. Hey, hey, she's, Cle- a big, uh, she's a big Giants fan. She has no idea. That's uh, hilarious. The, uh, okay. the, the Cleveland's got himself another uh, sports team, I guess, huh? Oh my god, I cannot believe that just happened. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll uh, look forward to talking to you guys again. Um. Yeah, just signing off. We'll uh, we'll have some song or something. Some yeah, we'll have an official name as well as a like a tune-in song. Um, we may even come up with some nicknames. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we'll see what we can muster. We'll, up for we'll, a few. we'll see where the wind blows us. All right, guys. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, thanks everybody. Um, yeah. If you have any questions, <laughs> um, hit us up. I guess we'll have a Twitter page up here in a little bit too. We can, and we'll link our Instagram whenever we uh, post this. We can. Uh, Think that. And we're always yeah. open to having some special guests if anybody wants to uh, debate. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring some. We'll bring some people on here. We got a couple ideas. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, have a great. Have a great week. Uh, we'll probably hear, hear back from you Sunday or so after the Warriors game um, because it's going to be tough to do another podcast within the next three days. Um, other than that, thanks everybody. Thank you, Martin, for tuning in. Uh, sorry if the audio kind of cut in and out a little bit. We are in different locations, so um, yeah. <laughs> we'll so, work on it. We'll get all the kinks we'll, out. Yeah, we'll get all the kinks out. We, uh, but I think we. I think this was a, a good show, guys. Thanks for everything. Very successful. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>